We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you get word yet on what the injury is? Yeah, a knee contusion. So, yeah, x rays are negative. So, that's where it is. I didn't see the play. So, I know it's a, a bump knees. That's what happened. Uh, did he have to go on MRI? They just did x ray. You know, everything was negative. So, it's encouraging. I mean, because it looked at least. Yeah, I think anytime someone goes down like that, you you have concern, you know. So, uh, but then you know he, he felt a little better. He got the X-rays. He was examined by the doctors, and so you know that that news is good. I don't like just see where he is tomorrow. Is that is that possible? Like, is Tuesday possible? I guess. You know, you got to see. It's a knee contusion and everything was negative. So we'll see where he is tomorrow. Charlie Boy third. What's going on, Charlie Boy? Hey, John. I freaking love this team. All heart was so ready to be doom and gloom. But at least for tonight, we'll be proud of this performance. Still dreaming of a day when we will see this team with all its weapons. I mean, look, it's. I, I think it's still on the table. I think it's still on the table. Um, the dream is alive. Hope is alive. We, we, we await the news, right? We obviously all sit here and we all await the news. We all want to hear what's going on. We'll hear it after the game or, or we'll hear it tomorrow. Probably, uh, probably maybe not. I shouldn't say who the hell knows, but cause with this team, you never know when you're going to get an update, but we'll be hopeful. Massive win. Massive win. How do you not love him? How do you not love him? Thank you, Charlie boy. Jessica, what's going on? Jessica is my my fellow eternal optimist, which is why I love her. This was a must-win game. That was a must-win game. Yes. Yeah, it, it, going in, it felt like it. And then when the when Brunson went out, like, I don't know what it became, but going in, it certainly felt like a must-win game. And then once you got to the fourth quarter and you were, you were ahead and you had that lead, there, there was a point in the fourth quarter, maybe by the beginning to middle of the fourth where I was like, man, they, they got to pull this one out. They have to pull this one out. And that's when I started to go into convulsions. And I'm so proud of Deuce Precious, Steven Chenzo, and Hart. They killed it. Played great team ball. Hopefully Brunson isn't gone long. Um, <clears throat> in terms of team ball, uh, here's a number for you. I think, yes, if my, yes, I can do math. Uh, 
I, I mentioned it was a few weeks ago when the Knicks set their season high for assist percentage. Well, they broke it tonight. 32 assists on 42 made field goals. Uh, that is a season high in assist percentage for the Knicks. The big time guys there, Josh Hart, 10 assists. Isaiah Hartenstein, I believe, set or tied a career high for in eight assists. Felt just short of a triple double, by the way. Eight points, eight assists, eight rebounds. Only played 23 minutes, but he's still on the minutes thing. Um, Precious Achua. Uh, oh, sorry. I was looking at rebounds. <laughs> Precious Achua didn't have an assist. Um, DiVincenzo, four assists. Dusu Pry, five assists. And then Boyan Magnanovich, three assists. So uh, great job by everybody. I mean, look, Bogey, 20 points, three assists, 20 points on 15 field goal attempts. That's He had a, he had a good night. He had a good night, did Bogey. Good stuff. Thank you, Jessica. Armand Bernadjage. Bernadjage. I'm never going to get that right, am I? Great win. Hopefully, the brunch and injury isn't nearly as bad as it looked at first. By the way, anyone blaming it on Tibbs? <laughs> we don't like the name call here. Um, and I include myself in that. I don't like when I name call. I hate myself when I do that. Uh, is, a, is a moron. I still blame Frank the Tank. Uh, I, I was... I was thinking a little bit that it was, you know, Tibbs was going to get heat, but, and look, the fact that this injury is not the fault of Tom Thibodeau does not absolve him from, you know, I mean, look, Josh Hart, I I think he played 47 minutes in consecutive games. I wonder if that's a record, Um, you know, for, for non overtime games uh because like like he, look we're we're still towing a dangerous line because he's still, the whole way through here he's trying to you know he said it after the game this is what's required this is what's required right now um are they going to be able to continue to survive it is josh hart going to be able to continue to survive it excuse me i forgot josh hart didn't play 47 josh hart tonight only only played 45 minutes the last game he played 47 minutes the last time josh hart played under 40 minutes in a basketball game was before the all-star break on valentine's day his last six games 44 42 42 40 47 45 how you doing um but anyway look tibbs is is doing everything he can the man's doing everything he can to get wins now the one thing I, I obviously I'm going to give him this and I, I think is reasonable for others to give him as well. Yell and scream all you want about how much he's pushing these guys. It'd be one thing if he was pushing them this hard and wasn't preparing them to win. And what I think you saw tonight and what you see on a lot of nights is that, and this is I'm obviously not the first person to say this, I won't be the last. No coach in the league has their team better prepared to win on a night-to-night basis than Tom Thibodeau. So at the very least, when he when he when he asks what he asks of these guys, when he asks them to make the sacrifices that they do and to put their bodies on the line as he does, at least and I have to think part of the reason so many guys are willing to do it is because they at least know that he's given them everything that he has and he's giving them the best chance that they have to go out there and get a win. So, yeah. Thanks, Armand. Hush Zoo, what's going on, Hush? Bogey is a bucket. Uh, he was he was a bucket there in the second quarter. I mean, he was cooking in the second, and they needed it. That's kind of when they went on their push and then had some big buckets late. 
Josh Hart now looks like uh, he's in his post-trade groove. I mean, it happened same time last year, right? DiVincenzo, best contract. B-ball gods have mercy on us. Let Brunson be okay. You hit all the you hit all the all the necessary points there. Um, amen to all that. Thanks, Hush. Charlie Boyd third with another one. Also, sign all the point guards you want. Deuce has to play. Well, so we were talking about this over the weekend. I haven't addressed the Shake Milton news. Um, and that's frankly because I don't really know what to make of it. He is ostensibly a point guard, which this team, again, on, on its face, kind of needs right now for the backup unit. Is he going to play over Deuce? Absolutely not. I say he, he shouldn't play over Deuce, and there is not one, one ounce of my personage who thinks that when Shake Milton gets in uniform, that if he's getting minutes, he's taking minutes from Deuce McBride. I think this coaching staff loves Deuce McBride. I think the fact that they love Deuce McBride and the fact that the organization, maybe to a lesser extent, loves Deuce McBride, um, I think it may have had a little bit to do with the Grimes trade. I will I will always go down thinking that. Um, and, you know, they think he can help them win. And he is helping them win. It's just tough because you're always wanting a little bit more of the point guard stuff. And yet, <coughs> what does the guy do? He just keeps going out there and producing and, and, and hitting tough shots. I mean, he went through a little bit of a slump from three there for a few weeks. He's kind of back now. Um, I mean, tonight, Deuce went... Four or nine from three. Dude attempted nine threes. Four or nine. That's some serious shit. That's like that. You want to talk about firing away with confidence? That's firing away with confidence. Thank you, Charlie Boy Third. BBB Triple B Bake. Death taxes and Josh Hart hitting tough threes to bury the Cavs. Yes. Also, fuck Max Struess for that double hammer fist on iHeart. Hashtag heap culture. Uh, I co-signed fuck Max Struess. Um, absolutely. 100%. Don't, don't care for him. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I was thinking about the, the Hart three from the playoffs from game one when he hit that three. The, the audacity of him to even take that shot. And, and by the way, guarded by Evan freaking Mobley. Evan Mobley, who if there was ever a guy who was going to be able to swat that into the third row. But I guess, I wonder if Hart thought to himself, you know what? If Mobley swats this into, into the, whatever, third row, eighth row, twelfth row, I, maybe, I think there was a little, was there enough time on the shot clock to get another shot off? There might not have been. I Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think there was. Um, I'm just looking it up. Last six games in, in the NBA, Josh Hart, 43.4 minutes per game. That's obviously number one in the league. Uh, next up is Kobe White at 40.2 minutes per game. Those are the only players who have averaged at least 40 minutes per game um, over the last six games. Also, 
Do you want to know the last time? I know Josh Hart didn't qualify because he played a mere 45 minutes tonight. Yes. But do you want to know the last player that played back-to-back games of 45 minutes or more? Of 47 minutes or more? 47 minutes or more in a regulation game? I have two names that came to my mind. Sure, who? LeBron James. No. Latrell Sprewell. No. Good guesses, though. A lot of 40 pluses. Uh, let's go back to 1977 in the month Hold of on, March. Wait. 1977. Keep, give mm-hmm. me a... Month of March. March of 77. Mm-hmm. Give me a conference. West. And I'll give you the point totals if you want. That might help. Now it's the first then game, it'll make me look bad if if I don't get it. I don't okay. think you are. This is a this is a difficult poll. This guy had was actually in the news either today or yesterday. I forget when something happened, but one of okay. this this player's records was broken. Uh, I have I've been out of the loop the last two days. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is it? So in 1977 for the Utah Jazz, uh, first on March 18th, Pistol Pete Maravich in 48 minutes had 51 points. Wow. Then the next game in another 48, excuse me, this time in 47 minutes had 46 points. And the reason he was in the news is because I forget if it was today or yesterday, but Caitlin Clark broke the oh. all-time scoring record for points by a collegiate athlete, athlete. during their collegiate career. Uh, Pete Maravich previously holding the record between men's and women's. Yeah. One of the seven five greatest players ever. Caitlin Clark or Pete Maravich? Hey, look, we're, let her have a great career and we'll see what happens. So, there. Another cookie, please. <laughs> All on the way. Juana, uh, what's going on, Juana? Fuck! Uh, what is this? The Tiki Torch and Pitchfork from Amazon arrived in the mail and I was finally ready to join the mob. Hopefully they refund my purchase and some of the bad Super Chat takes over the past week. I gotta love Juana because he's been a crusader for good. I consider him a crusader for good at least in the Substack chat. Um, I mean, look, there's been a lot of doom and gloom um, of late and it, 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 and I think like look, the, the team needed this the team needed this. <laughs> I think the fan base needed this one a little bit. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I think the fan base needed this one a little bit because, like, the, you, you figure, when's the last time? When's the last time there was a feel good, a real feel good win? And <clears throat> because the, I'm just going to go through it very, very briefly. The Detroit game was not a feel good win because you could argue that they should have lost that game based on with the, with the refereeing thing. The Philadelphia game they almost blew. So it was uh far more strenuous than it, it had any right to be. The Memphis game was uh they were up by a bunch against that team and then they really very were very, 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 very close to blowing that game against an awful team. And then the win before that was the was a month ago. Which was b- before tonight the feel good win of the season. And so you could argue it's been a month since Knicks fans have really had a victory to sink their teeth into and feel great about. Uh, that's that's a long time, you know. That's that's not that's not the territory you want to be in. <clears throat> so yeah, I think uh, I think we all needed this. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Haitian Ferg, what's going on, Haitian? My man, Tim's got us fighting. You know it. Team win of the year. Get well soon, Jalen. Hate the tip slander tonight. Is there really tip, tip slander tonight? I, you know, actually, don't answer that question. <laughs> don't answer that question. <laughs> Team rallied. Uh, Josh Hart is New York. Our depth is still scary. No quit attitude from the coach down. Keep the faith. Let's go, Knicks. Man, look. Hey, but yeah, hey, listen. It's 2024. If the if a take if it's possible to have a take, you will find someone or many someone's out there who will have the take. <laughs> Um, I will just say that they have done a wonderful job. The front office has getting this coach players that that he likes and that espouse the sorts of qualities that he would like, preferably in his basketball players. And they've gotten rid of some players that do not espouse those qualities uh, in, and they have dispatched them uh, somewhat unceremoniously at times. But uh, look, it's again, I'll say it's, it's been, it's been my primary defense of this coach from day one, go back, pop in a random tape of any game over the 20 or so years before he got here. Just pick one at random. Odds are you're going to watch a dog shit effort. And um, and tonight we watch that. So I rest my case. Thanks, Haitian. I'm not sure where Haitian Herg is finding the tip slander. I honestly have seen a lot of like, this is what a Tom Thibodeau team does. Like This is this is the, the tipsiest win that the Knicks have had in four years. Are you um, on the dark web, Andrew? I'm on the Discord, which I know there was one very specific take that I'll let you go I'll look up la- later if you'd like to. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, just, I'll, I'll definitely go search for that one. Yes, totally. Um, I want to give a shout out to the casuals who did the watch along tonight. And I actually had to jump on with them because Sean was a little late. I was a little late to the game and it was just the sudden thud of... Oh my gosh, Brunson is out. What do we do? And we all kind of talked through it through the first quarter. And Mensa stepped up to the pulpit to be like, yeah, they're up by 11. Like this is, he, I believe the, the exact quote was like, this is the testament to a Tom Thibodeau coach team. Like this would be the, the resume for coach of the year that they ended up winning this game if they do. 
because we know a lot of these fucks that have coached the team over the past past few years would not be in this game had they I, lost their best three or four I, best players. I was just gonna like okay, so yeah, put put aside the fact that they're already missing a bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. Can you? I can't because I've never played this like any any level of competitive sports. Uh, not since not in a very long time, but like you your your guy goes out like they knew he wasn't coming back. Right. You're you're in Cleveland. You're on the road. I know there's no Mitchell, but they still got another three all-star caliber players. And to say nothing of the fact that obviously they've been killing it for two months. To just like not fold and not like there was not an a second where they were deflated. Like you wouldn't have thought anything about that the the guy that went out. You would have thought the twelfth man went out or something. And I just like, how is that possible? So there's, there's a take I gave. There's a, an element of this that I appreciate that I think goes hand in hand with this. But the family, the familial aspect of this team, that yeah, that's a good one. That's the CAA, the Villanova, who are the two key players tonight? It was Josh Hart and DiVincenzo. They saw their guy go out. Honestly, the the thing that let me know how serious this was is, you know, who else we didn't see on the bench the rest of the game was Rick Brunson. He went back to be with his son know, I didn't know for the that. rest of the game. And um, you just saw the two Villanova boys step up. Like, our, our brother is down. And this has been a running joke. Like, CAA runs the Knicks, the Villanova Knicks. Like, you know, that has been a thing in national circles. And... That aspect, I think, played a part tonight that our brother is down and as a family, we're going to overcome it. And, you know, the DNA was tested tonight. I think it, it proved right. It's inspiring. It is. It's Very inspiring. much is. Yeah. Yeah. Amen to that. Thank you, Asian. Appreciate you uh, letting me go on that little rant. Uh, Alex, what's going on, Alex? Most importantly, let's all hope JB is okay. Obviously, goes without saying. And back very soon. Josh Hart's effort and drive is truly special. I can see why he is any coach's dream. It's not just Tibbs. We always we keep saying this, right? It's not just Tibbs. Any coach, any coach is going to like have to resist every urge in their body to play this guy as many minutes as he could play, which apparently is like, all of the minutes. Um, And I I keep going back to the guy that is the gold standard in the league right now, Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra, just go go pull up any soundbite from over the summer or from the beginning of the season uh, when he's asked about Josh Hart. Like, you you don't think Spo would be be playing him a million minutes? He he is a coach's dream because of how he approaches and how he, how he, um, he may not always execute perfectly. But everything, everything you can ask for is there. Thank you, Alex. Dan Hidalgo, this is the kind of game when you see Tibbs' real value. See, I, yeah, Andrew said it. This is. It seems like most of the comments are are of this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many other coaches win this. Dan Hidalgo, another one. Nick's culture. How great is it to be able to say that and mean it? Nick's culture. Nick's culture is the realest thing in the league. It's. I mean, it's neck and it's right up there with heat culture, which Andrews will always make fun of me for that. I I, I give credence to, but no, that's the only difference with Nick's culture is that 
we're not looking to we're looking to defeat you, not that take injury. out your best players. While you all know what I was when I got the alert on Thursday night when the Heat were playing the Nuggets, and it's like, all right, this will be the game the Heat to lose, right? And Jamal Murray out with an injury yeah. for the rest of the game. Gee, I wonder what team he was playing. Yeah. But uh, no, it, it 100%. I don't disagree mm-hmm. with you. Also, what, what's our, well, well, we're talking about great culture, great coaches, historically great coaches that are still coaching and great culture. Uh, Warriors culture. Oh, my. Uh, God. Take, no, take a bow. Seriously. I, no, not, not today. I, I actually did not mean that facetiously at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I swear I didn't mean that facetiously. I okay. swear on my children I didn't mean that facetiously. Okay, I got beat good. by a, bi- a billion points tonight. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm serious. Before today, like they their season was like arguably for a few months in the absolute toilet. And and the, it's rebounded and you know, we'll see how they come back from today, but yeah. Yes, for those that missed it, they lost by 100 points today. And you know how crazy it is that I'm only off by 48 points. <laughs> they lost by a lot of points. It wasn't a yes. good effort. Yes. Anyway. Thanks, then. Uh, Will Oliver, what's going on, Will? A moral victory? That is an actual victory. Yeah. Funny how that worked out. Um, it's nice when you can get both. It's nice when you can get both. Thank you, Will. Dean, hey, our main man, our, our Australia correspondent. Talk about a roller coaster of emotions from the heart sinking to Josh to Hart's dominance. So proud to be an X fan. Well, if we got you chiming in from across the world, you knew it was a big win. Appreciate you, Dean. Thank you, man. You're the best. Claudio Santos, what's going on, Claudio? Bogdanovich is trying hard. Hard 20 points tonight and decent attempts on de- at defense. I think he can make it and become an integral part of the second unit. So here's what I think about Bogdanovich. And I don't know if it matters. But I'm going to say it anyway. I think he cares on defense. And I think he tries on defense. Now, those two things and, uh, you know, five bucks will get you a uh, cup of coffee at Starbucks without some ability to execute. I think Bogey still has some ability to execute. I think he needs to be pretty perfect. Um, He needs to outthink his opponents because I don't know how many (laughs) I don't know how many less athletic guys there are in the league at this at this point maybe for a while. Um but if he if there's still something there, the thing that got me tonight was and and uh, Benji pointed it out on on Twitter, and you could go back and look at the the clip. I, I retweeted it at the end of the third quarter. A maddening, a maddening final thirty uh, some odd seconds or whatever it was between Josh Hart. The one mistake he made all night was he took that he checked three with enough time on the clock where the Cavs would be able to get a two for one. And it was very early in the Knicks clock. So I was like, what are you doing, man? The the final, the Struis hit a three. And then on the Cavs last possession, it was Merrill that hit the three. And uh, Bogey sagged so far off. And I think by this point, Merrill was like, had already hit five or six threes. I forget what it was, but he was on fire and Bogey sagged all the way off. And as soon as the, the ball went through the hoop, Tibbs just, I mean, he lost his shit. He just was like, searching for answers. So I think there are still moments where Bogey uh, 
you know, kind of spaces out uh, and maybe is not is not thinking think in that sense, thinking the game. When, when I'm talking about thinking the game at a high level, I'm talking about trying to outthink his opponent as far as a one on one defensive situation where he's trying to outguess like, OK, is this guy going left? Is he going right? Like, how do I need to play this 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 possession? Spacing out an off-ball defense, I think, is a different category, and that's kind of the that's an additional worry. So, it, look, it, it's touch and go. It's touch and go with Bogey, but he's a gifted offensive player. Like the biggest critics of the trade, I think, would have even would have to admit he's a gifted, gifted offensive player to the point where you can't. If when he gets going, like you kind of can't stop him one on one. Like, and he has stretches that are legitimate. Like, he can't. He just is not going to be stopped with one guy, um, because he has that old man crafty game. That's that's what he does. That's what he brings to the table. Thank you, Claudio. Appreciate you. Hazu with another one. Knee contusion. We're so back. (laughs) We hope. 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 Thanks, Hush. <clears throat> Look on the bright side. You are going to be buying me a beer. Oh, I, I, you know, hold on. I'm going to finish reading the comment. When DD, when Donovan, uh, Donovan, Dante DiVincenzo breaks the record, I am going to be as optimistic as possible. Uh, be optimistic. So, what Alex, so again, I've referenced this before for anybody who may not have heard. Over a month ago, it was before the injuries. That's the thing. It was before the injuries where he made me. This bet. And actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna um there's another comment from Alex and I'll finish telling the story here. Uh look at look at that. Optimism pays. Yes. So before the injuries, Alex made me a bet that uh DiVincenzo would break the all the, the Knicks all-time three-point record. I bet him a beer that he would not. And in the last whatever it's been, month plus. Dante DiVincenzo has lit the world on fire. I kind of want to um, I may, may want Andrew to come up here and filibuster for about 30 seconds. Um, Shout out to all 850 people watching live. We had around 1,400 at time of uh, uh, when the show began. And we thank all of you that stuck around a little more than 70 minutes into the show. Um, <laughs> thank you. Also, hit the uh, like button. Can we do that? Yes, hit that like button. If you're here for the first time, please remember to subscribe. It really helps us get the word out. Good enough uh, for the filibuster. Yes, you did. You did enough. So four. Yes, this is what I'm looking for. So Fournier was at 241, um, or is it was is at 241. Um, DiVincenzo tonight had six, so he is uh, at 192. And tonight was the Knicks 61st game of the year. Yes, 61st game of the year. So um, what does that mean? It means that Dante Vincenzo currently is 192. So that's eight. That's 49. So to break the record would require 50 more three-point field goals. So 53s over the course of if he plays all remaining 21 games, which we'll see if he does. Dante DiVincenzo, or Dante DiVincenzo, yeah, only needs to average from here on in 2.4 threes per game. I believe I have the math on that correct. 2.4 threes per game to break Evan Fournier's all-time record. Um, at this point, it would be 
utterly shocking if he did not at, at the very least did not finish in the top two, uh, which would mean that he is so we passed J.R. Smith tonight uh, and Starks is in third at 217. Randall from last season is in second at 218. I mean, as long as he doesn't get injured, he's, he's going to blow by those guys. It's really just a matter of can he catch Fournier? If he, if he plays the rest of the season and he doesn't get injured, even he could probably even take a couple of days off, a couple of games off, and uh, still break the record. That's kind of where we're at. So uh, start thinking about what beer you want, Alex. Jason M. <sighs> you were, me and you were of one mind during halftime. Never felt so many different emotions in one season, and we still got a quarter of the regular season left. The roller coaster is an understatement. Lost for words. Yeah. I think it's ra- it's rare that both of us get lost for words, but I think tonight was one of those nights. Yeah, man. It's It's been... Wa- I mean, and it's funny because, like... I don't know. Are we just out of the loop as 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 fans and do all like kind of interesting teams go through this every year because like I'm thinking like yes this season feels massively unique when you consider the two and four start and then they kind of put it together but it was like eh, it felt a little illegitimate and then the Mitch injury and then they struggled to end December and then the tr- the fucking trade in January and now February and now this win and maybe Brunson injury like it's definitely the most roller coastery season we've had. But if you think back to last year, like really dig into last year and how last year had downs and then ups and then some downs and then some ups and, and then into the playoffs. And then the year before that, where they were hanging around, they were hanging around until like almost, you know, 45 games in and then all the wheels fall off and you kind of end on a high-ish note and and then the season before that, the We Here season, I think, had a lot of little nooks and crannies in it. So, you know, it's now four years that this team is just not for the faint of heart. Uh, Again, pun intended. Pun intended. Thank you, Jason. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Dom Cappuccini, my main man. Fantastic win. We back. I am excited to see more deuce for the next week or so. Very impressive win to crack the defense. That defense while missing the head of our snake. Get well soon, JB. Um, 
I think, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure the Cavs uh, had the number, may still have the number one defense uh, dating back to January 1st. I will double check that. It was either number one or two. I forget if they were number one or two in terms of uh, them or the Minnesota Timberwolves. But like one of the best defenses in the league all year long, but especially since January 1st. And the Knicks men, they, they kind of, they maybe they just do kind of have this team's number. I don't know what it is, but felt good. Thanks, Don. Appreciate you, Alex. With another one, Tibbs leaves zero doubt. Deuce over AB in the pecking order now. Yeah, and and actually, you know what? Can I comment on something else? So I think some people had some some fun with Tibbs' comments after the last game about uh, saying I, I would have played Alec Burks even more. I think he was being very kind to his player. I think he looked at the situation with Alec Burks, looked at how much Alec Burks had been struggling for since he got here and was trying to basically say, like, I still believe in you. You're still my guy. I still have faith in you. Um, what did he play Alec Burks last game? 11 minutes. What did he play Alec Burks tonight? 11 minutes. And this was with no Jalen Brunson. And he still played Alec Burks 11 minutes. So I think that comment was all about standing up for his guy, which because like, think about this coach. Think about how fucking stubborn he is, how he's the most hard headed coach in professional sports. Do you really think he would get up there at the podium after a game and be like, yeah, you know what? I screwed that one up. My, my bad. Should have done it differently. No. He was being nice to his guy. And I don't blame him. I think it's the right thing to do. But uh, yeah, no, absolutely. To your point, yeah, zero doubt. Thanks, Alex. By the way, yes. While I have this Alex up on screen, um, yes. we have some housekeeping we have to do. So we have another Alex, Fargo Tufo, that's a longtime patron in the Substack chat in the Discord, and is a staple here at Nick's Film School. Um, Alex, new Alex. Okay, we need to differentiate you both. So from now on, you either I'm personally requesting that you change your name to other Alex because the original Alex is is confused anytime John references Alex on the post game. And I like you, Alex. I like the the passion you bring or other Alex. I like the the passion you bring to your comments. You're a Jets fan. I can see. So I we we share in that that misery together. How do you see that? He's the regular chat. He's commented a ton. So just if you don't mind, change your name to other Alex. And then we know to say other Alex when you show up. And then original Alex, Fargo Tufo, will be called Alex going forward. Um, Por favor. That was great. We like all Alexes. All Alexes are created equal here. But we want to differentiate. Like if we had another Andrew, we would know that you refer to me as GMAC and that person as Andrew. I hope. Of course. Yes. Thanks, other Alex. Well said. Kevin Danishevsky. There's only one Kevin. Hope <laughs> Kevin. Hope you don't yell at me next time. I slightly criticize the man. Love you, J Mac. But tonight shows what a godsend Tibbs is to this organization. Thank God uh, JB is okay. We hope he is okay. One, two. I didn't yell at you. I don't I never yelled. Am I do, do I yell? I don't know. I get passionate. I get passionate. 
That's a great face. That's a good face. No, uh, no. It's a, listen, no coach is above criticism, and uh, Tibbs has earned his fair share over the years and and this season. But yeah, you know, this, this is why I hire. This is why I hire tonight. Tonight's why I hire. Sam Garcia's dad. What's going on? Um, watching your monologue depress the heck out of me. Um, I'm sorry. I, again, I I I'm, I always fear the worst, and I I didn't really know how to. I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to take. It. I, I but I had to take everybody through kind of what, where how my night was. That's why. Uh, JB has a contusion, a bruise. Let's relax and not predict the end of the world on tonight's game. Thank you, Divincenzo Deuce and Josh. Love this team. I, I, you can tell that I have a little bit more pep in my step now. I again, I'm choosing to believe that all is okay. I just. Um, I I don't have to tell you, Ray. You bet to rely. You've been a fan for a long time. But uh, you know th- those those of us who have been through a lot of bad times, I at least have a tendency to fear the worst, always. So that's me. Thanks, Ray. Jessica with another one. Uh, thank you again, Jessica. Also, I loved watching Shake in Philly. Excited to see him on the team. At his best, he hits tough shots and gives full effort. Let's go Knicks. Hashtag proud of this team. I love I love the Shake Milton scouting report. I always remember kind of liking him, but I didn't realize he actually got some votes for six man of the year a few years ago. Like, I think he was a good sixer. I think um, I don't necessarily think they were dying to trade him away in the offseason. I think that was there were a few different reasons for that. And I think the Timberwolves, um, <clears throat> they like, I don't know that Anybody has really has a great answer as to why it didn't work in Minnesota this year. Um, I, you never know why guys don't work in, in in like when you when you're a role player, you're not guaranteed to, to work. Like very few role players are just easily translatable to every situation. Sometimes guys are just not going to work out. Um, I'm excited to see what he brings. Do I think that? I mean, let's just let's so let's go through this. Let's say Brunson has to miss some time. The the eight guys who played tonight, Achua, Hardenstein, Hart, DiVincenzo, Bogey, Sims, McBride, and Burks. Do I think all of those guys should play over Shake? Yes. And yes, I, and yes, that includes Alec Burks. I think Alec Burks, look, he's getting 10 minutes a game, essentially, right? He's getting a five, five and a half minute stint each half, more or less. I'm fine continuing to give him that and seeing can he bust out? Can he get to the point where he's he's a he's a plus? Now, do you want to have a ninth guy in the rotation? So if it's if Brunson has to miss time, you're going to start Deuce. So then your backups are going to be Bogey, Sims, and Burks. Um, you figure Hart is going to be the guy who plays the minutes with the backups. Is it too small? for you to go with no actually sorry that wouldn't work that wouldn't work because oh no yes it would sorry it would work because McBride is starting yeah so it actually makes a lot more sense if McBride's starting it makes all the sense in the world for Shake to be your backup point guard I was over I sorry I was in my I was confused for a moment I'm, I'm old it happens so yeah Shake Burks Bogey Sims um 
and and uh, and uh, Hart, and that's going to be your maybe your backup five for as long as Brunson is out, which hopefully is not very long at all. I think that that works. Thank you, Jessica. Dom Cappuccini. I'm extremely proud of Deuce and Jericho. Bogey got to be better at the corner. That was a little painful when he missed those two threes, essentially on, on back-to-back possessions. Hart and Dante refused to lose. Isaiah's starting to get there. Let's go Knicks. I was encouraged by Hartenstein tonight. I thought he had some big defensive sequences uh, at the rim. And I think that, uh, needless to say, defense um, wins them. Defense won them that game. And Hardenstein was absolutely a, a big part of that defense. Um, so, yeah, good stuff from him tonight. His best game in a while. Thanks, Tom. Brando, what's going on, Brando? This fucking team, man. I think Clyde said it best at the end of the broadcast. So many heroes tonight. JB epitomizes New York. Uh, JB epitomizes New York. BB, oh, uh, hope he is all right. I think you mean Jalen Brunson. I thought Bill Pito, uh, also, shout out to Clyde. Clyde was awesome. Love to hear Clyde. Great to hear Clyde do this game. I thought Pito was really, was really good. Look, is, is Pito a natural like play-by-play guy? No. Um, but I thought he really captured how these guys were leaving it all out there. And I thought he did a really nice job. And I, now I get what you mean. Uh, epitomizes New York backbone. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Um, JB does uh, epitomize New York's backbone completely. Thanks, Brando. 